Welcome to Tavern Chat Podcast. I'm your host, Eric Tenkar, your bartender in the OSR, your main proprietor at the Tenkar's Tavern Blog. I have no idea how I sound. I might be less sonny today than prior days, but the fucker is still lingering. So today, it's going to be a little bit of a Kickstarter roundup, but I got some other things to address. I think I'm going to try and do Kickstarters every other week. There's not always enough to do it on a weekly basis. So, hope you forgive me for that. Um, first things first, we have a voicemail from Glenn Halstrom. And uh, Glenn, I apologize in advance, but let's get to your voicemail so then I can explain why I'm apologizing. Hey, Eric, old man Grognard here. Episode 148, so you had a breakfast club, and you didn't tell your good friend Glenn. Well, Glenn's in a show right now, so he's not going to be able to make the Wednesdays, but he could probably make the Sunday morning chat, if you'd have mentioned it. If it's an ad hoc thing, I understand it's okay, (laughs) but that's what I'm just saying, you know, just drop me a word. We were doing Thaco's Hammer Sunday, but that wasn't until, like, after 12. So I'm available for the morning chat for a while, all right? Thanks. And you keep doing those good shows, okay? Talk to you later. Bye-bye. So, Glenn, I apologize. And I'll be honest with you. I mean, I wasn't thinking of you because I wasn't thinking of me. I I got up and I hung out in the uh, Sunday morning chat session, the RPG Breakfast Club. With my headset microphone on mute about 98% of the time, because it wasn't about me hosting, it was just about me showing support. So, yeah, I didn't think of letting you know, I didn't remind Bad Mike who usually shows up for this stuff. I I just uh, was excited to listen to uh, what the Group of Five was going to do and present for us, so. Again, I apologize. I don't know how frequent it's going to be. I got to sit down and talk with Pex, but uh, I, I've got a busy uh, couple of days between today and tomorrow, so probably going to get a chance to down with Pex until Thursday. Is what it is. Next, we have a voicemail from Chris Clark. Uh, Chris's voicemail is in... Uh, Response to what I I found while cleaning when you get surprised. Well, actually, this wasn't even the cleaning. This was the uh, the N World posting where I broke out my basic boxes to uh, respond to somebody's comment and make sure I gave a proper answer to him. And uh, I found the original chit sheet in one of my basic boxes. So. Now, we have Chris. Hey, Eric. It's uh, Chris Clark. You were talking about uh, stuff that you found on your shelf. The most amazing thing I've ever found on my shelf was one edition of the Dragon where there was a color insert that was the deck of many things. And I still have it. Um, It looks like five of the cards have been pulled and, and pulled out, but they're still in the magazine. Uh, and I remember, and I, I may still one day, 
wanted to take all of the cards out, of course, and make the deck of many things with it. Uh, but yeah, that was of all. I have like four copies of all of Dragon magazines from that era, uh, mostly because I had like articles in them. But that particular one is is still on my shelf, and I have no idea what that's worth these days. But nobody's getting it but me. That deck of many things is all mine, baby. Anyway, good podcast. Have a good day. Talk to you later. Bye. You know, Chris, I think I might have... Do you know what issue that was with the uh, Dragon Magazine? Because although there were issues that I cut everything out of, like the uh, some of the Tom Wham games that were being published in the, uh, I don't know, issues in the late 80 numbers through the early aughts, I don't remember cutting out the deck of many things. I might still have that one. Go figure. All right. Onward to... Dum, dum, dum. Excuse me. Kickstarters. If you hear purring in the background, my girl Ashley is requiring lots of loving. Right now she is... Uh, running up against my, my mouse hand. I know. What can I tell you? All right. So what do we have here? Uh, some recent Kickstarter releases. Island of Blight, a multi-system fantasy RPG adventure from Throwy Games. Now listen, Throwy Games is Tom Wilson. Tom is excellent. He's amazing. He reminds me a little bit of James Bond in that he always has something on his plate. He's always got this stuff. Cat, uh, if you tell... Disconnects us like it did the other day. Will not be a good thing. Stop trying to put your tail over the over the key not the keyboard, the uh, mouse. Um but Tom is also somebody who literally self publishes. He goes to a local printer, he gets the stuff printed out. So damn good stuff. Um so what's going on here with the island of blight? The red priests of the snake god suffered a crushing blow to their plans. When they fail to take the small town of Thule. Reeling from their defeat, they have now returned to the deep jungles of Nogorwul to regroup. The human villages outside the jungles know that there's only a matter of time before the red priests and their minions return. Now the time to take the fight to them deep within the jungles. The characters are urged to delve into the depths of Nogorwul to track the red priests back to their clandestine temple where it is set a serpent queen. Maiden of the Snake God himself leads the growing cult. On the trail of the fleeing Red Priest, the adventurers find that a mysterious blight has recently begun to destroy the western jungles, villages, and all life within. What starts as a quick investigation becomes an unusual and deadly puzzle. More importantly, is this blight the Snake God's doing or something completely different? Um, it's a moderately challenging adventure. I'm guessing that is for like levels 4 to 7, 4 through 8. Uh, Osric, 5e, and SRS. I'm not even sure what SRS is. I really should ask Tom. Tom! What's SRS? Why, 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 why am I not sure what, what the hell it is? Alright. Let's see. I think that's, uh, it's available in print and PDF. Let's move on to our next one. Inavina Gigantus. 
That's a fantasy RPG adventure being published by Frog Guy Games, distributed or uh, crowdfunded via Indiegogo. Indiegogo is where Frog God has been doing their smaller releases. This is a full-color release. It's written by James Bond. So, let me get the conflict of interest out of here. I work with Frog Guy Games. I do conventions for them. I man the table. I run games. They they pay for the hotel room for me and Rach. Okay? And Jane Spawn is like the brother I never had. So, could it be that I'm biased when I say that this looks really, really good? Sure. Sure, say I'm biased. That's okay. I'll live with it. But it's uh, going to be 20 to 24 pages, 100-pound interior paper. Um, it's going to look good. It's going to look good. Here's the pitch. Stormridge Sanctum was once home to an ancient noble line of storm giants who floated miles beyond the sight of mortal men. Witnessing the birth and death of countless civilizations, but as time wore on and decadence laid hold to the Tempestas clan, both Stormridge Sanctum and his magnificent lineage were surrendered to the decay of time and decadence. Now, a single storm giant remains the haughty dilettante. Sorcerer Prince Clovis Tempestas II. He concerns himself only with base pleasures, and none more so than his beloved stock of family wine. But his beloved wine cellar has become flooded with a foul murk, and strange creatures slither between bottles of his family's finest vintage. He cannot be bothered to wade into such filth himself, and he has no servants remaining in his household. So he has used a little magic his grape-addled mind can recall and summoned I'm not sure if my headset went up. Yeah, my headset went up briefly on that one. All right. Here's some new servants who happens to be a troop of unsuspecting adventurers who will serve, and if necessary, die to save his beloved wine. You know, it's good because the players are the target of uh, summon monster spells, so you, know, you can drop this in anywhere. Good stuff. Looks to be really good stuff. Last current Kickstarter I'm going to be looking at, D-O-U-S, Dice of Unusual Size. Dice of Unusual Size, it's on Kickstarter, there's glow-in-the-dark dice, there's black dice, there's dice that will do your different tables. Um, there's letter dice. Dude, it's just a lot of good dice. And this Kickstarter is, funds from this Kickstarter are going to rescue some Kickstarters that the Kickstarter creator here did not do. These are other Kickstarters that have failed to some extent or another. And he's doing what he can to make them right. Now, a little bit of a, an oldie but goodie, because, you know, we love oldies but goodies. Far West. Listen, if you want some entertainment, go to the Far West Kickstarter page. Go to the comments section and listen to the apologist, the, the Stockholm Syndrome uh, comments now that we are reaching seven years 
not seven. We, we were we're not just seven years past the date of funding. We, that's that's one thing. This was promised at the end of two thousand and one. Okay, this was uh, ready to go, right? No, it wasn't ready for shit. But the apologists are coming out now. The defenders of Gareth. Uh, I guess the seven-year mark means that you know people have to make excuses for for him, uh, and it's it's sad. It's also interesting that uh, he finally bought Eric Franklin out for the last ten bucks. I I don't understand Gareth's line of reasoning. Eric Franklin, if you think I'm a thorn in in Gareth's side, Eric does it right on the fucking Kickstarter page, and. Uh, Eric was in for print. He, he demanded his money back. And Gareth, as a way of saying fuck you, gave him everything back but the PDF cost. Saying, well, the PDF is guaranteed. You're going to get the PDF. So I'm not refunding that. But without refunding that $10, Gareth was still having access to the Kickstarter page. And like any good person who's been fucked over by uh, Gareth the Hutt, um, he kept on poking the bear. I don't blame him. Well, Gareth is finally, within the last day, he offered to refund Eric the remaining $10. And money was received. Eric bowed out. Well, I don't foresee Gareth reaching out to me and saying, hey, do you want back your money? Because he would have done that to me years ago. I mean, I believe for like 150 So... Shall be interesting to say the least. Uh, do I expect this project to finish before the seven year mark? No. No, I don't. Gareth might prove me wrong, but he still can't make up for those seven fucking years of lies. Now, people are going, well, I can't fault him for his troubles, but, you know, I got to meet him in person because there's pro. Dude, whatever. Whatever. Or. Uh, I understand you get annoyed, but kicking somebody when they're lying on the floor really necessary? You know what? Gareth, if Gareth is lying on the floor, it's, it's, well, I was about to say it's allegedly because he drunk himself onto the floor, but I can't say that. I I have no clue. I, I, you know, I probably drink more than Gareth for all I know, but he's a large man. He's pretty good tolerance. Um, yes. You know, with the string of pro- broken promises, yes. And people are like, uh, it's not a pre-order, it's an investment. You know what? I'm, t- I'm tired of that fucking shit. With the, it is, it's treated like a pre-order. So I don't give a fuck what the what, what spin you want to use when you fucking can't get your work done because you are incompetent. Uh, Gareth has proven that. There's no way this should have taken seven years. The reason why it took seven years. Because the money is gone. That is something you can be pretty well sure of. Because remember, he had a deal with Cubicle 7 to distribute. And then Cubicle 7 backed out. Why did they back out? Because Gareth couldn't produce shit. That was years ago. That would have saved his ass. That would have saved the backers' asses. Now we got nobody to blame but Gareth himself. And uh, it, it's sad for me to see somebody like Michael Wolf come to his defense with these huge paragraphs. Yes. Mr. Shark has made mistakes, no doubt about it, but he's still trying to fulfill the Kickstarter. Listen, seven years later, 
He ain't trying to fulfill shit. He's kept on trying to punt the ball down the line to put aside the requests for refunds. This is, you know, there's a list. I linked it. Um, it's at mutedhorn.net slash far dash west dash delivery dash estimates. And there are at least 71 broken promises for delivery on this bag of shit going back to 2001. Now, this le- list of delivery estimates was last updated September 10th. So we have a mo- month and a half behind. All right, it says it missed 70 out of 71 estimates. What was the. I guess the last estimate was uh, some, somewhere before uh, hell freezes over. Master chapters, here are the first sections that have already gone into layout. We'll send more out to you over this weekend, and the rest of them will follow in the coming week. In the coming week. Not weeks. Week. Everything will be on our desk by a week from today. This is September 1st. Uh, because starting September 1st, I am starting I am starting to work weekends at the Renaissance Festival. Uh, as I said, Bob Moore is coming this weekend, and as we sign off on them, with the rest coming within the week. Yeah, that... Oh, that was from uh, August 25th. And uh, a background update entitled More Manuscripts as Posted Friday, September 7th. Suggested the manuscript was not all provided to back as by Saturday the 1st. That is correct. We are still waiting on this shit, and now we're getting near the end of October. So, yeah. Gareth can't help but lie. That is not depression. That is deception. Okay? That is deception. There's my rant. I'm sticking to it. God bless. Be safe. Roll your dice well, and I will talk with you all tomorrow. 